0: What's up, millionaires, especially for all of you out there that have been exploring the endless opportunities of starting your own podcast. I think it's only right I tell you about Anchor because I use Anchor to host my own podcast, The Million Dollar Mind. And not just because it's free, like all hosting platforms should be. But Anchor offers unlimited space for content, free distribution on major platforms like your Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Free mobile and desktop recording tools. And the best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To learn more about Anchor, be sure to visit anchor.fm or follow the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Yo, 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 what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 117 on overcoming self-doubt. Welcome back, millionaires. Welcome back to another great episode of the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about, you know, self-doubt and why it's important we should overcome self-doubt, where self-doubt comes from, how to identify it all great things to make you a better leader for yourself and to others as well. So you can pass this along to the next person. But before we get into that, let's go into you know, some of the reviews that what you guys are leaving behind. And it just melts my heart to just hear that you are all enjoying the podcast. And I always have to be so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you who have tuned in each and every week, two times a week at that. Some of you, even three times a week when you check out the bonus episodes on Patreon, but looks like K money, KK moneymaker said great podcast, right? I love all the various topics Covered and that you provide so much value. Keep doing your thing. Also, Lon S, Kai is down to earth. His voice is very easy to listen to. I really appreciate that. Dope content from Live Oak right? Consistent and very dope content. I appreciate that as well. And Dr. TJ looks like he left this some time ago. If you just need someone to have those conversations with you that most won't, Kai is the one for you. He really gives transparent advice on how to pursue your passions and attract those opportunities, like he says, each and every week. And I really I really appreciate that, TJ, too, because I really do focus on what type of content is going to bring each and every one of you all one step closer, right? To live in a more passionate life, because that's at the end of the day where we all strive to live is more passionate lives. So let's get into today's meat and potatoes. All right, welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every one of you. And I just got to say thanks again for the warm hearted reviews that you guys have been leaving me so far on the podcast. Continue. If you're enjoying the podcast and you love the content, continue to, you know, drop us an honest review and rating based on your experience, experience with me so far. But, um, again, this is the only place, right, for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Dum-dum-dum. Overcoming self-doubt, right? That's what we are here to talk about today. And I'm super excited to do so, right? So, self-doubt can be tricky. And overcoming self-doubt can be very difficult. Because oftentimes, right, we don't know or don't understand why we are doubting ourselves in the first place It's like you go through these periods where you just don't feel confident about your ability to perform, or you may just be like doubting, you know, the, the opportunity, right? You may not be doubting yourself, but you're doubting if you're making the right decision. Um, and it could be from a, you know, from fear, right? And fear is just, uh, you having, you know, fear comes from you not being in that place before and, Or it could be coming from lack of confidence. And the formula, I guess, for self-confidence, you know, it is a formula for self-confidence is discipline and consistency. How long can you stay disciplined with the things that you say you're going to be doing, you know, to get the results that you're looking for? And when you find that you're being disciplined and you're consistent with those actions, you find that you're much more confident in your abilities than you were when you're not being disciplined in those things. The days where I'm super consistent and waking up at 5, 5.30 to go to the gym and I get a good workout in for at least an hour, the more, the longer I stay consistent with that, the more confident I feel. But when I start going days without going, you know that self-confidence starts to dwindle in that aspect, and I feel it. And that's when I know I need to get back right. So self-confidence has a huge role or as a huge factor of, you know, how disciplined you can be and how consistent you can be. You can be with your discipline and the actions that you say you're going to do. So why are we bringing this? Why are we talking about this? Because we could all use that nudge. Right. We all, for the most part, can be very positive people. But even the most positive person. Right. As we are human, we go through these moments where we start doubting ourselves. And if you say you never doubted yourself, I want to invite Walker Flock of Flame to say round of applause. <laughs> well, we could leave out the explicit version because <laughs> you deserve a round of applause. If you never doubt yourself, that's great for you. But, you know, majority of us, we go through those phases where we go through a little bit of doubt, myself included. Right. Myself included. So, you know, we could all just use that reminder and remind us that fear is normal. Right. What is it normal? is allowing that fear to rule over our decision-making, right? Saying that, oh, I don't think I should do it now because this could happen, that could happen, right? If you have the
1: confidence,
0: right, you won't allow that fear to judge or come in and take away your right to make a decision on what you think is best for you. You have the capabilities to accomplish literally anything you set your mind to, anything you create a plan for. Anything you become consistent in, you have the capabilities to accomplish it. You're just missing the right people or the right resources. Sometimes, you know, we're just missing like we we have this idea and we, we start to doubt ourselves, but we didn't take into account. Well, I shouldn't be doubting myself that I can accomplish this. I can accomplish this. I just identified that I'm missing certain resources or I haven't met the right people yet. And take that and run with it. You don't have to mistake timing, the timing for success with failure. A lot of times we say, oh, well, I didn't get it or it hasn't happened yet. I am I I got I failed. No, you didn't fail. It's just taking longer than you thought. You only fail when you stop trying. As long as you're still trying and you're still networking with the right people, you're trying to get the right resources, you have the ability to accomplish it. It can still get done. I think we always give ourselves these deadlines and yes, a deadline will, will give you the motivation you need to create, you know, to create action in a plan. But sometimes we fall too heavy on that deadline. I think if we don't meet that deadline, we fail. Don't let the process in how we go through schooling be the process that you go through life, right? There's no due date on when you can become a millionaire. There's no due date for when you can achieve or accomplish a goal, right? There's no due date. You are the due date. You set the due date. And if you got to push it back because you didn't get a chance to meet the person you were supposed to meet to get you there or you weren't able to get the resources you needed to get you there, then push it back. But that's why we're here today, right? That's what we're here today. And I wanted to try something different, right? Because I took this conversation all online and I got some great answers. I got some great answers from some amazing people on Instagram. Instagram just always, I love connecting with you all on Instagram, Facebook even. Um, But yeah, I saw today's episode. I just want to read some of the responses because these are great responses. And I want to just kind of, you know, go off of that. So from Deja in Atlanta, Georgia, we got um, limiting your false narratives that you created is a way that she overcomes self-doubt. And that's a great one. I I like that, Daisy, because oftentimes we do we do put these false narratives in our minds. And I think again, that is the brain's defense mechanism. When we have that self-doubt, the longer we have that self-doubt, our brain is looking for reasons to tell ourselves we're not a liar. Anything you tell yourself, your brain is gonna look for physical proof that you're right. Even the things that you don't want to be right. If you say I'm lazy your brain is going to tell you and give you reasons to be lazy. Like every time you walk in, you're just going to automatically turn your attention to the TV remote. Why? You told yourself you're lazy, and you've heard all all these all these other people tell you you're lazy, and started believing it. So again, you got to start creating the verbiage and the language you want to actually manifest. So again. Deja says that she overcomes self-doubt by limiting the false narratives that she creates. These narratives are false. The only true narratives are the narratives that you like what you truly want for yourself. Those are the true narratives, not the fear, not the um, the doubt. None of that is a true narrative. That's all false. It's all false narratives. All right. India out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I think you embrace the source first or at least seek out or at least seek the source out. Again, tongue tied reading this where you do limiting beliefs. Oh, where do limiting beliefs come from and what event were they birthed out of? And just asking yourself, is what I'm afraid of even even possible to happen? Is it probable? Then moving away, moving through the pain, through the fear, acknowledging it and pushing through. That moving fear, moving through fear becomes a part of your character versus this idea that seems intangible. Looking at the fear as if it were a friend saying, look, what's on the other side? Fear comes to remind you that you're going in the right direction. I absolutely love this answer now that I was finally able to spit it out. Right. India, that's a great point. Right. Fear is, is really a friend. When you start to fear something again, we get fear when we're entering something that's new some place we've never been before. You fear because you don't know what you don't know what's on the other side. And then we create these what ifs, and sometimes we let the what ifs guide us out of making a decision all of a sudden because we have this what if this can happen. It never happened yet, right? It never happened yet. Is that even possible to happen? What is the probability of that even happening? Right? Cuz you can say, "Oh, right, I seen this video it was like your the the probability of getting eaten by a shark while driving just went up three percent because it was like this tractor trailer pulling a big fish tank of, of sharks. Right. And the sh- you could see some of the sharks swimming past this little window. And it was like, that's a good example. Right. Because like that's not prob like it's not probable that you can get eaten by a shark while driving on the highway. First of all, like, yes. What if you see a shark on the highway? You technically saw the shark on the highway, but the probability of you actually being eaten by it. Very little. So, you know, that's a very extreme point, but it's a point. Nonetheless, you know, we only fear things that we're new to or unsure of. And if you're unsure, uncertainty is an area of growth. Right. You can't grow through things that you're experts in. Right. You can't if you're an expert in it, if you experience it every day, you is very little things that you It's little room for you to grow, little room for you to learn from. Right. But when you go into something new, when you try something different. You're learning from that experience as you go. So, you know, ask yourself those questions. Is what I'm afraid of even possible? Is it probable? And then move away, move through that pain, acknowledging it and pushing through and look at fear as your friend. Thank you, India. I appreciate that. Helen out of Orlando, Florida. How do you overcome self-doubt? She says the way I overcome it is by realizing that the goal is not perfection. But self-growth drops Mike. That is amazing. I'm definitely, I'm definitely feeling that vibe as well. We had an episode back in season one, I think, about, you know, perfection and how perfection is also a form of a false narrative because there's no such thing as perfection. Only progression. So, again, the goal should always be how how can I learn from this? How can I put myself in an area of growth? Not. How can I put myself in an area where I can be the perfectionist or I can be perfect, because striving for that perfection sometimes is what creates self-doubt because we will never truly have perfection.
1: Nature isn't even perfect, nature in fact, is perfectly imperfect, so who are we to think that we are perfect and we can be perfect? you're setting yourself out for you setting yourself up for
0: self-doubt it sounds like thank you, Helen. appreciate that. Ooh, Jason out of Atlanta, Georgia. The feeling of taking a chance is better than the feeling of selling yourself short. Mm, say it again. Sometimes you just got to remind yourself, like, I would much rather take this chance than to sit here in this position that I don't want to be in any longer. That's great. That's great. That, that's goal right there. That's a nugget, right? Sometimes just remind yourself, like, is this feeling, is this, this temporary feeling of fear, this temporary feeling of doubt? Is this greater than the feeling I had yesterday when I was telling myself I did not want to be here any
1: longer? That's a great question to ask. Great question to ask. Also out of Atlanta, Georgia, we got Melissa. How do you overcome self-doubt?
0: By telling myself I'm the only one who can get it the way of my own success. Oh, I misread that. By telling myself I'm the only one who can get in the way of my own success. That's 100 percent. Sometimes we are our biggest hypocrites. We are our biggest haters. Again, the brain's defense is to create reasons and look for proof of not being, you know, made a liar. So that initial instinct of when
1: we create that that limiting belief or that thought of self-doubt. We're queuing up our brain to look for proof. That we're right. So that's an example of how we get in our own way from our own success. The
0: moment you tell yourself, you know what? This business wasn't intended for me. Your brain is now going to identify reasons why that business was not intended for you.
1: The brain cannot stand to be made a liar. The brain does not like to be made a liar. Ty out of
0: Indiana says, I write down a goal. A list of steps on how to overcome any ounce of self-doubt. I always reflect on times where I felt discouraged, but I overcame. Self-doubt is only fear. False evidence appearing real. Drops Mike again. Shout out to the false evidence. We just said this, right? That's all fear is. It's just false evidence appearing real. You gave yourself the false evidence and now your brain has to make it real. That's where fear comes from. We've never been there before. It's like, so it's like, we've never been there before. So we have no idea how it's going to go. We just got to do it. Said Doxy even shared, shared that in the episode as well of, you know, moving across country and moving to different areas. So, you know, you can never truly be prepared for what you're going to get yourself into until you actually in it. And it could be much better, which is what he said. It was much better than he thought it was going to be. When I moved from uh, Miami to Atlanta, it was much better
1: than I thought it was going to be. But you wouldn't know until you actually jump into it and do it. Thank you, Todd, for sharing that. Adriana out of
0: Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, says self-dependence is how I overcome self-doubt. I
1: know I am all I have, so I don't do it. If I don't do it, who will? If you don't do it, who will? great time for reflection right if i don't do it who else is going to do this if i stop here
0: who's going to pick up where i left off who's going to keep the dream alive this is my dream beyond when said it coach put the play
1: in my head so if i if i did the play who else is going to run the play coach put it in my head who else is going to run the play appreciate that adriana
0: Eric out of Tampa, Florida says, I remind myself that I can let those who I can't let those who poured so much into me down. Oh, okay, that's a good one. How many of us have people dependent on us to be the change that we need in our families, in our households, in our cities, in our countries? We have a lot of people dependent on us. And it's not to add any extra pressure on you, but you just sometimes got to think about that. Like the people that you care about, the
1: people that made you who you are, the people that poured so much into you, you owe it to them to be great. You owe it to them to continue to keep the dream alive. You owe it to them not to quit. You owe it to them to live the life you say you're going to live. after you owe it to to yourself of course you owe it
0: to yourself before you owe it to anybody but if you sometimes have that self doubt because that's an inner battle that we're facing right you gotta sometimes think who's relying on me I know that if I were to push past this fear that this is the way that I could provide X for my family they're relying on me I gotta push past this fear because this is just false evidence appearing real None of this stuff can happen. None of this stuff happened yet. Why am I Why am I
1: trying to wish into existence something that hasn't happened and may not even happen? Why? Why do we do that? Because we're human. And that's why we're doing this
0: episode, right? Because we just got to be reminded of how silly we sound when we start thinking about the what
1: ifs. It, hap- it hasn't happened and most likely won't happen. Do not use that. As the basis to your decision, use facts. Use what you currently know. Use what is currently happening. Right, investors know this to be true, especially investors of stocks. They don't. They don't say, "Well, what if the next president?"
0: Right, like, "What if this happens?" They don't. Th- they look at. They look at the charts.
1: They look at history and the present. They look at trends and they make the decision based off that. But you can't
0: make a decision based off of what may happen a year from now, what may happen 10 years from now, what may happen next week. Instead, you should be thinking about what would happen
1: if I continue to go down the path I'm currently in any longer. Think about asking that question. That's the only what if we should ask. What if I continue to do what I'm doing? Any longer. What if I stay at this job any longer? Would I be happy? What if I continue not to work out. Any longer. Will I be confident? Ask that. What if instead? Victor. Out of Cheney, PA. Overcomes doubt.
0: By thinking about all the things I've accomplished in the past, boom,
1: right? We use fear, like fear, false evidence. Don't use the false evidence, but use the true evidence, What you've already done. What you
0: accomplished in the, bad is the past is a great uh, example of your work ethic. You have the work ethic. You have the experience. You have the drive, the motivation, the will to accomplish anything that you set out to accomplish. Once you create the plan for it, you reflect daily, you strive towards progression and not perfection. You can accomplish anything that you want. So if you haven't that self-doubt, according to Victor, just remind yourself of what you've already done in the past.
1: Look back at the good that you've already done in the past. Look back at the lives you've changed in the past. You're thinking if you're
0: worth it to be a coach, do you have what it takes to be a coach? Well, look back and look at all the people that you helped
1: in the past. How did you help them? Can you help more people like that? Come on, somebody. Appreciate that, Victor. Tristan
0: out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Man, Philly and Atlanta showing out. PA, I guess, because we got Cheney in there. Tristan from Philadelphia says, I reflect on times when I faced my fears in the past. Again, looking back at what you've already done. You're going into something new and that fear kicks in, that that self-doubt come in. Don't forget about what you've already done. Don't forget about your greatness. Who are you? Why are you forgetting about your greatness? You've done it already. You've been here before. You've overcome this. You've overcame this self-doubt before. Don't forget about that. Jay, also out of Philadelphia, says,
1: I literally ask for God for strength, no cap.
0: No kizzy. We got to ask God for strength. I stay active and don't give myself time to doubt. So this is a person with a plan and is always creating actions, 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 action. What can I do? What else can I do? What more can I do? It's always more to do. But also while we're thinking about more to do, also make sure that we're still
1: taking care of ourselves as well. Taking care of our mental, meditating. Days for rest. All right. Man, that was amazing. I appreciate every single person
0: who was engaged and interacted with me so far uh, with that post. And I still got mad, um, you know, mad responses on Instagram. I just love interacting with people on Instagram because, like I said, it's just a way. For, it's, a, it's a way to network and connect. And we all bring something different to the table. And hearing each and every one of you guys' ideas, I'm so glad I was able to bring that myself, you know, to you guys. You know, I was I was, I was glad <laughs> Why am I getting tongue-tied? Because y'all just left me speechless, I guess. I'm speechless, really. Because everything that you guys said, I really agree. Like, there's no right or wrong answer for overcoming self-doubt, right? The, all of our brains have different defense mechanisms for how we overcome self-doubt. Which is why I had an idea to bring other people into it. Because what may work for me may not work for you all. What works for me is meditation. Going through my affirmations, my, my, my morning routine. Making sure that I stick to my morning routine, making sure that I stay consistent. And again, that consistency and discipline is how you get confidence. And once I'm confident, man, self doubt has no room in my mind. Self doubt only lives in your head, with no social or physical proof. But the longer it lives in your head, the more your brain will start searching for that proof.
1: Again, it comes like it's just the it's just the It is just a vibration that your brain
0: picked up and it came from who knows where it came from. Who knows where it came from. Again, our brains are sending and receiving stations. So we're always receiving dirt and weeds and all kinds of bad stuff, but we're also receiving good stuff too. Hopefully the million dollar mind is some of that good stuff that you receive into your brain. But remember, like when you receive it, there's no social, no social proof, no physical proof that came with it. It's just a vibration. But the longer that vibration lives in your head, the more your brain hears that. Again, your brain doesn't want to feel like a liar. So it's going to go out and look for that proof that it needs. And once you do that, once once you've entered that, that process, that self-doubt becomes harder and harder to overcome. Becomes harder to overcome. So think of a recent time that you've doubted yourself.
1: Did you stop and ask yourself where the doubt came from, like India said? What was the previous experience, right? Was
0: it a previous experience, right? Did you already go through something that is giving you this doubt? But most of the time, it's not. And when it's not, it's most likely based on fear and the fear of not knowing. So today's pro tip is going to be, you know, try and check out some daily affirmations. What can you gather a piece of paper and write down some affirmations that make
1: you feel good every day and read it every morning and at night before you go to bed do this consistently you do this consistently that is a great defense for self doubt and as always millionaires
0: I'm just super 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 thankful to have you all part of the show week in week out and I just want to say thanks in advance of course becoming the change agents that you're bound to become when you apply the principles that you've heard today and with that said I just love again the engagement that I've been getting from you all continue to engage with me continue to connect with me even more so today what did you think about today's episode right do you have a way that you overcome self-doubt that wasn't necessarily already shared because if so that will make for the perfect use of that voice memo link at the bottom of the show notes let us know how you overcome self-doubt yourself because it may help someone else each one reach one teach a dozen and with that said just remember to keep focus build momentum and drive results so that you can live a